Waiting in a car, waiting for a ride in the dark, you're listening to the family album with John and Rebecca. Believe it or not, that is the opening lyrics to M83's Midnight City. Yeah. Um, you can't hear it, but never mind. No, I, anyway. I, yeah. How are you today, Becca? I'm doing good. I've been social today, which is very weird, and so it's weird to be no. recording this late. Mm, yes, I was thinking about recording it late because I wanted to watch the uh, NFL match from London, <laughs> but I didn't get around to seeing it. I don't want to get in halfway through, so here we are. Damn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, new music this week? Well, you... Niall Horan released a single. That shocked me. Did he? <laughs> yeah, it's actually pretty good. Surprisingly, yeah. I don't, I wasn't really a big fan of One Direction, but his yeah. his new single is quite good. I I am intrigued into whether or not there's an album coming with it. Mm. It was nice. It was one of those one mic one take things that uh, Vivo do. So it was just him and his guitar, and it worked really yeah. well. It was very right. nice, which is weird for me to say, considering I never thought I'd say anything nice about a person from One Direction when it comes to mm. music, but. Here yeah, no, I haven't really been looking. I haven't really seen anything new. Mm. I only saw that because it was all over my Tumblr for a second, and I, for a day, and I was so confused because I didn't remember following anyone who did anything One Direction related. And then mm. all of a sudden, it's all I saw. It was just a wall of video after video yeah. of it. It was, it was yeah. quite. Uh, the only remotely music-related news that I've seen so far this week is. Um, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch went on stage with uh, David Gilmore and performed Comfortably Numb. Really? Which was weird. I was going to suggest that you watch it, but you haven't heard much of Pink Floyd stuff, and I don't want that to be your introduction to it. Yeah. He did quite a good job, to be fair. He's got a decent singing voice. <laughs> he didn't really sing it. He more spoke-sang it. Maybe he knows but his he limits. Did... Yeah, he did quite a good job of it. Yeah? I'm surprised. Of how this week's music news is, is both something neither of us have heard yeah basically there's not really been that much going on at least if there has we haven't seen it yeah but it's it's anyway. weird because music is normally starting to be released around this time yeah it's start it's usually around this time that stuff starts to come out a bit more yeah but, but at the moment nothing's come apart from denial or a single yeah i kind of want him to do an album on his own i kind of do because yeah. it, it does intrigue me mm. It's weird to say out loud. Yeah. Oh, well. Right, shall we launch straight in, shall we? Yeah, why not? <laughs> There's nothing yeah. else to talk about. <laughs> no, no, we got nothing. So, um, this week I made Rebecca listen to M83's Hurry Up, We're Dreaming. Yeah. And given her uh, frequent and often spoken disdain for electronic music, I was very interested to see how she'd take this. I didn't like Really? Really? I was sad that... Uh, I, I listened to it quite early in the morning before I had a tea. So the fact yeah. that my body being lacking in the little bit of caffeine that I give it mm. and being wide awake, I started to get a really bad headache with listening to it. Oh. I, I still finished the album. Yeah. Fair play to you for that. My head did not like it. It yeah. started to get better when I did have a tea, but no, yeah. the whole time I was listening to it, my brain was just going, I'd much rather watch Red Dwarf, I'd much rather listen to yeah. this album or this album. I just, after every song, my brain was like, can it be over yet? It is, it is a bit, I 
hadn't listened to it myself in a while. I remember listening to it back like a year or so after it came out and really enjoying it. I still enjoy it, I have to say. Yeah. But it it is a bit of an endurance test. Yeah. It's a very long album that sounds very similar. I mean, it has different notes and different punches. Yeah. And it's very odd in some places. Mm, definitely. Like, uh, Raconteur Moi on History, which is the frog one. Right. I believe it's the frog one. Yes, it's the frog one. I've heard. I just list played the few. Uh, the first like second to myself, and yes, it's the frog one. Yeah. It's a weird album. I mean, I find in some places it's incredibly like touching and mm. emotional. Like it does. It uses music to invoke and convey emotion just through instrumental rather than lyrics. And I love that it does that. I love that it's able to do that because that's an incredibly difficult thing to do. And being able to do that relatively consistently is an incredible talent. Yeah. It's just my problem, I guess, with electronic music in general. It takes so much effort and so much work to make it. And so it is a massive skill to have. It's just, it just people like it with how I listen to music. It just, it, I just don't enjoy it, even though I know that it's a lot of brilliance and expertise to be able to make stuff like that and make it sound good. It's just, I just don't enjoy it because my brain can't handle it because it's loads of different sounds. And for me, it just sounds like a jumbled up bit of stuff. And. Mm. The main the thing is, I love drum and bass. They're my favourite things about a song. And and the only drum that I really heard was the snare. And that's yeah. it. Yeah. And I well, just, I don't like that. Like, it's, it's a common it's a common thing in uh, electronic music yeah. to, use the, to use snares and use electronic drum beats. Yeah. Like, because it uses, like, beeps and basically advanced chip tunes to make what is effectively the drum beat the backing beat to, to the songs yeah I and I, I i can appreciate why you wouldn't like that mm. i guess in a sense i'm a purist i like my guitar and my drums <sighs> to be physical when recording i get why it's easier well it's not easier in a sense but no, i get why people i wouldn't don't say easier drum kit. yeah no it's not easier it's definitely it's not harder but it's not easier it's just it's just it's not something i enjoy like, hmm. I listened to it. I listened through the whole album, but I guess it was like you with um, oh, I can't remember what, what I think it was five seconds of some of the album that I gave you. From yeah, then. you just heard rhyming and stealing, which is it is actually the lyrics. I was fiddling through the book in the CD. It is actually the lyrics. Oh right. So yeah, you you just wanted to listen to that album where my brain yeah. was like, I'd much rather listen to the Red Dwarf theme tune on loop than listen to this right. album. It's just, um, I don't know, I think I'm a very lyrics-based with music. Like, I can mm. enjoy an instrumental. Like, instrumentals when I'm writing is something that I really enjoy. But when I'm sitting there just listening to it, and I was knitting at the time because it, I had a shipment of wool arrive. Shipment? That's not right. That's the right word. Yeah. So I was knitting, and it was just... It's just not something I would listen to. Like, yeah, I have a three-song limit. It's the same. Like, so with me, I have a three limit. I watch three, so- listen to three songs, or watch three TV series, TV show episodes type thing to see whether I like what I'm listening to or watching to. And after the mm. like 
first three songs, I was like, I would, I was like, if I wasn't doing this for the podcast, I would have gone, yeah, no, I want to listen to something else. Yeah. It's. No, that's fair. I think it's a very polarizing thing. Yeah. I, I, like I said, I can appreciate why you wouldn't like this. For me, it just kind of, it's very sort of sentimental sound. It's a very sentimental sound. Yeah. And I love stuff like that. I love stuff which has that sort of tone that just uses pure, basically pure sound to convey emotion. Because I genuinely find a lot of the moments in this very touching. I will admit it's too long. The album is far too long for what it should be. Mm. Like, there's lots of bits in there, out songs in here, which you can skip out and yeah. be fine with. Like, I really enjoyed, like, the two-minute songs. Those were the songs that I really enjoyed. The, mm. the short ones that... Like uh, Train to Pluton. Yeah, oh, I can't remember what the song... I, when but... Will You Come Home? I'm just looking, looking at yeah. those two. Another Way From You? It was, it was with Pal Fountains? The song that I like uh, most... Okay, Pal. Yeah, Okay, Pal. Was... That's, three out, that's three minutes and 58 seconds. Yeah, but I think that had a real guitar in it at one point, so I really enjoyed it. Possibly. What did you think of the Midnight City, the second track? Oh, I Because that's the one I would assume you would have heard somewhere. Yeah, I, that was very popular. I recognised that. Sa- I did recognise it, but I couldn't pinpoint mm. where. Yeah. No, I, you, it was everywhere that song. Yeah. It was like the one thing M eighty three did that's very, you know, popular. I just feel like I would really like to enjoy um, electronic music because it takes so much skill and effort mm. and time to make. It's just I can't enjoy it because it's just. It's something that my head just doesn't enjoy. Like it can't. That's fair. It can't. My head, my brain just can't pinpoint <sighs> a right, like a rhythm or a tune with it. Cause yeah. It's, it's not all over the place, but it's got loads of different right. sounds going on, and not the ones that I'm used to in a sense. Right. Because I'm used to hearing like drum beat and a bass beat to kind of get the rhythm going in my head, and mm. I couldn't find one in many of those songs, if not m- nearly all of them. So, yeah. I couldn't pinpoint what the beat should be and then the melody for me then comes after it. And so since I couldn't pinpoint that, I was like, it it just really, it muddled my brain up. And yeah, I, just, I, I kind of want to blame the headache on the lack of caffeine, but at the same time, I think it could have been my brain overworking itself as well, mm. trying to figure See, stuff out. I, I genuinely wonder where the uh, line is with this because this is obviously almost purely electronic music mm. but i'd imagine there's a line somewhere that like because like what about like synth music like a uh, synth pop never heard of it mate it was very popular in the 80s uh, stuff like uh no offense but, but we... hum- uh, human leagues don't you want me baby no I remember i don't really listen to anything past the 90s i think <laughs> apart from red wolf theme tune obviously but that's kind of where my limit goes with the eighties music, and even then, that was late eighties. As yeah. you can see, I've been addicted to rewatching. It has Red made Wolf, it, so. yeah. It has made a reoccurrence recently. It's very popular. There's a lot of uh, influences in Taylor Swift's nineteen eighty nine. I haven't listened to that album. <laughs> <laughs> just the disappointment. The just, yeah, you could just tell in that sigh it was so vivid. Yeah, no, it's like. Because I'd imagine, like, I'd hope that it's just that M83's too 
too much to start yeah. with. I think that's it. I think. Yeah. I think it was also because I listened to it a few. Like, yeah. A lot of. I'd woken up. Yeah. Like, my brain just not ready for anything at that yeah. time. A lot of uh, Bowie's '80s stuff is synth pop. Mm. You're gonna punch so, me next time you see me, but I haven't really listened if <sighs> any David Bowie music. Which is quite weird considering the parents we have. I would have expected that jump in at one point. Yeah. No, I just every now and then when his lordship mm. gets a new record, I hear Pink Floyd play from his plumbing record player. Yeah, but yeah, it's difficult to. Like I said, I love this album because it's just a pure like explosion of sounds and music that just touches you very easily. I mean, the intro and the outro, I think, are spectacular pieces of music. Mm. Like I love that. I loved I because you can just listen to the intro and then the outro, and it just works as a two two little pieces mm. of music, and it just like winds you up and lets you down really, really well. Yeah, and it just it's very touching. But I'd imagine you didn't get any of that. No, uh, no. I think the um, I think the intro and the outro were probably the the ones that I could easily because like I li- when I have the thing on repeat because I normally listen to an album at least twice or tried. But so I had it on repeat, and the, once the intro, once the outro had finished, the intro started again, and I didn't notice. Mm. Like I kind of clicked on it to see how long I had left this album, and then I realized, oh, it started again. So yeah. those two are definitely the easiest to listen to for me and the ones I enjoyed the most yeah. because they do work really well. So they can mm. flow into each other both ways, probably. Yeah, but, oh yeah, definitely. But yeah, it's just, I don't know. like The album, it's just not for my taste, I guess. Like, maybe, yeah. maybe something less innocent. I don't want to say all over the because everything with electronic is calculated yeah. senses. Made less so it works. cacophonous. Yeah. Less out there. Because I will admit this album is a bit out there. It's a bit strong. It's a bit much. Yeah. I guess. And as much as I hate to annoy you, the album I've give I've got I've got you for next week is a bit is electronic still, but it's a lot more poppy sound. It's a lot more right. In, it's a lot more easy listening. Yeah. Easily listenable. Not easy listening. That's completely different. <laughs> no. I think this is genuinely probably a case of a genre, or at least without careful coaching, a genre that you're probably not... I mean, maybe not even a genre, maybe just this album, because I yeah. will admit this album is a bit heavy, it's a bit strong. Yeah. And, and unless I mean, you're really into electronic music, it does push you a bit, it does force you a little bit too much. Yeah, at the moment, I'm hoping that it's just the album, it's just this mm. album in particular that my that I just couldn't handle. Because I do want to enjoy your music. I never go into an album wanting to hate it. I will always listen mm. to an album or a song hoping I'll enjoy it. Like, But sometimes it's just it's going to be music not enjoy. It's mm. how the world works. There's always going to be something you don't enjoy but someone you know really Oh, loves. yeah. And so you really want to enjoy it and you want to listen, in, listen to it so you can have something else to talk about. But at the same time, yeah. you shouldn't force yourself to listen to an album, which I think think was my problem i was kind of yeah going, i have to listen to this album i, I have to i don't it. even think it's necessary that you shouldn't force yourself into it because i do think you should 
you should push yourself to listen to things that are outside your comfort zone. You should push yourself to experience culture and media that is not necessarily what you stick with. Yeah. Because that's how you grow and develop mostly as a as well as a person as well as a person who appreciates culture and music and media yeah but at the same time you shouldn't force yourself to listen to it if you've listened to a certain number of songs that you normally do oh yeah no enjoy try that's my thing like try but if you get to a point where if you get to a point where you just know okay this is definitely not for me yeah that's fine I think that's where I went wrong because it's like my brain was like, I have to listen to the whole album. Yeah. And so that was putting me I down. Will s- in I, a sense. I will say that we should have a rule where you do have to listen to the whole album. Yeah. Because sh- as much as I hate the argument of it gets better after a few goes, because it's not an argument, mm. it's just not. It doesn't yeah. work. It is important to take something as a whole rather than as a part. Yeah. I will admit that like, the second half is a lot better than the first half for me. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So I do believe that it was the caffeine that was the problem, but mm. as well as like actual instruments for me were being being heard and being used in the last half, whether they were actual lyric, actual instruments there or they were just less electronic sounding electronic thing, electronic yeah. versions of what they'd already used. But it was just it was it was easier to listen to because I could hear like either a really high tuned guitar. Or a mandolin, I think. But the mini small mm. high pitch, not high pitch. Yeah. Higher on scale sounding guitar was on there. Mm. So, and then I could hear an actual drum kit, or it was probably an electric drum kit. But I could mm. hear an actual drum beat in some of the later songs. Like, okay, I can actually listen to this without having to worry about not being mm. able to fall into the song. Yeah. So. So the second half is a lot better than the first, but it's still... It's not an album I don't think I'll listen to again. Fair enough. Like, it was nice to listen right. to it. Well, maybe not nice to listen to it the first time, but it was it was definitely an experience to listen mm. to it, if that's the right way of phrasing it. I'm glad I listened to it, but at the same time, should have probably had a cup of tea before. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What would you give it out of 10, he says, with bated breath? think this is going to be the lowest rating that we've had so far i gave something a two so you know oh right well so not the <laughs> lowest but the second lowest with a three okay because i'm not gonna listen to it again yeah part of me is happy that i listened to it and in the sense proud that i got through the whole album because it's an hour and odd long yeah, it is a long, it is a base, it is a bit of a marathon. It's a bit of an endurance test. Yeah, it's a twenty-two it, song album. It's like that's yeah. normally a deluxe album or a double disc. Yeah, I think it technically is a double disc. It would would have been a double disc if it, if you got it on CD. It would definitely yeah. be a double disc. Right. Um, speaking of not really getting into genres too well. Ah, yeah, I gave you country music. Yes. And not just any country music, because you like, well, you don't mind older country music, but it's modern yeah. stuff, where it's same old, same old stuff. Yeah. So I gave you modern country music, kind of realises what's happened. Yeah. So there's one song I want to articulate mm. on this song, which is, of course, the album, which, which... I've forgotten to mention, is Start yeah, I was Here say. by Maddie and Tate. I think it's Start Here. I've got it up on Spotify, believe it or not. I have been listening yeah. to it. Yeah. Start here. Right. So that is actually one of an album that I've been listening to a lot recently because 
it's just an easy song, for m an album for me to listen to because country music is something, especially modern music, is something I enjoy. But mm. at the same time, it is quite a lot of get in my truck. The females are always sort of like the butt. Yeah. In a sense. So that's why I want to start talking about this album with the second song on the album, which yeah. is Girl in a Country Song, which is right. my favourite song. It's the song that got into the album. I kind of heard it while watching, t while listening slash watching a different duo. Yeah. So what did you think of that song? I appreciate what they're trying to do. And I appreciate the song. Mm. I can appreciate the lyricism in the song right in the song but this album as a whole i have to say including slash except for this song falls down completely mm. because it reinforces the idea that country music can only be about certain things because if you take any genre of music yeah any at all the subject matter can be about anything yeah it can be about war it can be about famine it can be about poverty it can be about it can be in income inequality. It yeah. can be about sexism, racism, you name it. Any genre of music can be about that stuff. Mm. Country music can only be about things which happen south of the Mason-Dixon line. <laughs> only. That's it. Yeah. That's all country music is ever about. And it's that lack of diversity of subject matters which yeah. drives me away from country music. Well, the, the only country music I actually can say hand on heart that I like is Johnny Cash. Right. And that's because he talks about, he sings about a myriad of different things in country music form. Yeah. And nobody else does that. Like, and as much as I appreciate this album, as much as I appreciate what they're trying to do with that, with this album and with that song. Yeah. The, is it like the fourth or fifth track of the album mm -hmm. is called Shut Up and Fish. <laughs> I just think of that. And I'm sorry. Yeah. And I'm sorry. And I appreciate what they're trying to do. Yeah. But, good God, start bloody singing about other things. Because even Girl in a Country Song, as much as I appreciate what it's saying, what it's about, mm. is about all the things that all of the country songs are about. Yeah. And as much as I appreciate how they've flipped it on their head, on its head a little, Yeah. it's still about that. Yeah. And there is no... It's about that. It's not about something completely different. Like, country music and music as a whole is at its best when it discusses difficult subjects, when it discusses subjects that make you feel a little uncomfortable. Yeah. And as much as I appreciate what they're trying to do with Girl in a Country Song, it didn't make me feel uncomfortable. Mm. It made me feel uncomfortable that they would do it using country music to tell that tale, to tell that message. Yeah. Because it's... It's very difficult, but this album just did not gel with me at all. Hmm. I can kind of it's... tell. I kind yeah. Of, I think this is the album, this is the podcast where we try to um, break the boundaries sort of thing. Yeah. Like test the water and it hasn't yeah. really worked, has it? No, not this episode. No, it really hasn't. <laughs> no, no, but like... I, I've, I tried. I really tried. Yeah. And I appreciate what they're trying to do and I appreciate the messages they're trying to send, but... It's all, all just really the same subject matters with a little bit of sprinkling of different twists on them. Yeah. And it needs, country music as a whole needs to expand. Like all genres should expand outside their comfort zone. They should take on difficult subjects. Mm. 
And even with Girl in a Country Song, where the whole concept of normal modern country songs is flipped on its head completely, it's still that same subject. It's yeah. still the same. It still uses phrases like, it still talks about pickup trucks. And it still mm. talks about all that kind of absolute bollocks. And like I said, it talks about subjects that only matter south of the Mason-Dixon line. Yeah. And country music is the only genre of music I can think of which almost refuses to tackle subjects which it isn't comfortable with. Because even stuff that's relatively tame, like rock music, will tackle unpleasant subjects. It will talk about fascism and dictatorships and the effects of isolationism on a country. Yeah. It will discuss things like poverty and income inequality in the working class. And... I cannot for the life of me imagine a country... Think of a country... I cannot for the life of me think of a country artist other than Johnny Cash who has done that. Yeah. And that's the problem with country music for me. Because it's all the same stuff all the time. There's no attempt to diversify. Mm. Yeah, I can see where you're coming from. I'm sorry for me. I'm sorry. I did try. I really tried. Yeah. But it just... Ah, no, sorry. Yeah, I can I can see you tried, but I don't know. Like, I don't. I think I just like the song because I find it easy to listen to in a sense. Like, mm. it, it's just something that you can have on in the background and enjoy. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, I there's nothing wrong with music that's easy to listen to. Yeah. But my problem with country music is that it's all easy to listen to. Yeah, it's it's it, it, country music can be very same same. I will admit that, but at the same time, I kind of, in a sense, like that it hasn't really changed. Like, I know e- like evolving and everything is really important, but with country music, it's really stuck to its roots. Because with a lot of music, it's changed and evolved, and sometimes that can be a really bad thing, but because, you know, it's evolved too much and it's no longer what it used to be. Yeah. Whereas with this, I think it could do with some evolving, so they could yeah. actually talk about pro- proper topics. But at the same time... I would... Yeah. I, I would love a modern-day Johnny Cash to come along. Yeah. Because because I can name genres of music that have tackled things outside their comfort zone. Like, my first example for that with rock music is Pink Floyd's The Wall, which I hope for us to cover soon. Yeah. Because one of the... Because it's basically about isolationism. And I just brought the lyrics from it, from one of the songs in it. And mm. it's from the perspective of the lead singer. And here's the, here's the second verse of one of the songs. Are there any queers in the theatre tonight? Get them up against the wall. There's one in the spotlight, spotlight. He don't look right to me. Get him up against the wall. That one looks Jewish, and that one's a coon. Who let all this riffraff into the room? There's one smoking a giant and another with spots. If I had my way, I'd have all of you shot. Yeah. That, that makes you feel uncomfortable. Yeah. That disturbs you. That upsets you. And it's meant to. Yeah. And it's really meant to, because it is a... It's a reprise of the earlier song which is a bit more lighthearted and a bit more jovial yeah but it's an example of the effects of isolationism on countries and what happens when you only care about your own people and nobody else mm. and it's great for that and it's rock music subverting everything it's taking on unpleasant subjects another great example of that a lot more recently with the taking on subjects which is a bit more outside their wheelhouse is uh, Hamilton the Broadway musical mm. it uses rap music to tell the story of one of the founding fathers of the United States of America 
Mm. That is way outside rap music's wheelhouse, but it's superb. Yeah. And it's done incredibly brilliantly. Mm. I don't know. All music needs to be able to tackle subjects outside of its wheelhouse, outside of its comfort zone. That's my problem with country music, because it yeah. doesn't. I think, no, country music can do that. It's just it can. every I mean, artist like, yeah, I is scared to do that because it's not what people expect yeah. with country. It's, country music has always been light-hearted, telling a story not, of something you've been through yourself or someone you've known. It's always been about that. And yeah. people are scared because they will always oh, yeah. to step out because they'll be like, compared with Johnny Cash, as you say. Yeah. And, they don't want... That's... Yeah. That's what scares people and deters people from that, so... I really want another Johnny Cash. <laughs> I want somebody to come along and turn country music on its head. Yeah. And just be a good musician, full mm. stop, that tackles uncomfortable, odd, weird subjects and does it really, really well. Mm. But this doesn't. And I appreciate... Like I said, I appreciate what they're trying to do, but it's just... A different gloss on the same template. Yeah. That's my rant over. I'll let you speak now. I've been speaking for pretty much ten minutes non-stop. <laughs> yeah, just with me. Going, yeah, um, hmm, in the background. Because yeah. when you start Sorry. talking, it's hard to get you to stop. Yes. <laughs> no, but, like, with country music, like, I will always enjoy it. Like, it's just music that you can enjoy. You can sit and listen to and have it on in the background and just enjoy the sound that's coming from it. For me, country music isn't about hard-hitting topics. It's about, it's for me, it's music to get away from that, in a sense. Because, like, sometimes there can be so much terrible shit in the news and on TV and in music nowadays that you just kind of want to listen to an album or listen to something that isn't just someone either hating on something or just about everything bad that's in the world. Even though that's important, it's important to talk about it. But it's also important to have stuff that is away from that so there does feel like there's an escape. So it shows the world isn't all terrible. It's just there is a lot of terrible stuff going on. It's an True. Eight. So it's it's an escape from all the hard-hitting stuff. It's, yeah. it's, the one, it's the one type of music that you can be reassured with knowing that you can listen to it and just be able to relax and not have to hear about more heart-hitting topics that you can get sick of hearing about after a while. Yeah. It's it's the but, problem. It's a problem with the news media yeah. and the music that we have is it's nearly always heart-hitting. So it's like, is there anything good? Is there anything yeah. good and relaxing? But my, my argument against that would be every other genre manages to do both. Yeah. Every other genre manages to be relatively heart-hitting, have heart-hitting stuff, while at the same time having stuff that's light-hearted and fun. Yeah, like I guess, and that's... I would argue, I would argue the point that music today is hard hitting. It's about as hard hitting as it's ever been. Yeah, you get some artists who are doing incredible things. You get some artists who are doing having fun and yeah. making fun stuff, and that's fine. There is nothing wrong with music that is as an escapism. There's nothing wrong with music as pure fun. Yeah, we've discussed this several times already before. <laughs> yeah, but you got to be able to do both. Yeah, I do. Yeah, like, you do have to be able to do both, but. I guess whenever I listen to this, whenever I listen to country music or stuff, it's just it's not something I listen to all the time. It's not the only music that I listen to. It's the one bit of music that I know that I can just listen to and not have to worry about anything. So, yeah, I do wish they could do both. But at the same time, I'm glad they don't. It's a catch-22 in a sense. Yeah, it's a huge... Yeah, I know, I agree. 
and it is nice to have a genre of music that you can do that that you can just be fun and enjoyable yeah but that's not how culture and people grow yeah. as a culture and i wonder i do wonder if that's one of the reasons if the stagnation if you excuse the very blunt term of country music is one of the reasons why the southern states of america are a lot more resistant to change yeah i do wonder or maybe it's if it's, it, a or maybe consequence it's just in, of the yeah. south May, not yeah, maybe it's to indicative it, rather than a cause but yeah. there's a relation there i can guarantee it yeah and that's that's a problem that is a culture problem. grows as me as culture grows as people music grows cult, culture grows as cultures grow yeah and yeah, music like, is that's a big part important. of it it's a it's a consistent it has to be a consistent back and forth give and take chicken and egg situation yeah you know which comes first sometimes culture adapts for cultures and sometimes cultures adapt for its culture and country music doesn't either yeah I don't know. I would like it to change, like maybe get a few more hard-hitting songs in it, and but still be able to do that in the light, light-hearted way that is country music. I would like to see that done. But at the same time, part of me is just glad that it's all light-hearted and fun. Mm. There are here yeah. and there. There are always here and there. There are always like hard-hitting songs in country music. It's hard to find them, but there are always just here and there. Yeah, but at the same time, then it's to so be more. sparse. Yeah. Like I said, I, the only person I can think of in country music who's done hearting and stuff that's a little more difficult to swallow is Johnny Cash. Like he released an entire album that he recorded in a prison mm. that he performed to prisoners. Yeah, it's Folsom Prison Blues. Mm. And Skype fails, you dickhead. Uh, there was a problem with. Mm. Okay, we're back. Sorry about that. That was weird. Oh yeah, you'll, you'll uh, get a great bit if he ever, if he ever yeah. leave, decides to leave what I left in there. You you you'll enjoy my bit. I promise you. No, it was my internet that fucked up. Actually, not yours. I know. I was surprised. I saw mine was yeah. fine. You just vanished. I'm with talk talk. It's not that big a surprise. Oh well. Anyway, where were we? Um, I can't remember. Uh, I think I was talking. Uh, we were saying about how... I think we were going uh, in circles, to be honest. We were going in circles. We were going in huge, massive circles. I think we found uh, a flaw. You can't hate an album completely. Like, I guess we kind no, of have. I, and yeah, no, you I, can't enjoy it completely. We need to keep finding a middle ground. And yeah, that is hard. Very hard. I didn't hate this album completely. Like I said, I appreciate its intentions. But you just... It falls. Oh, it fell so far flat. Yeah. So it just fell flat on me because I just it was all about the same stuff as normal country music is. Yeah. I just it say had a bit of a spin on it and I appreciate the spin, but Yeah. It wasn't enough of a difference for me to actually give a rat's ass. Alright, let's wrap this up. Yeah, before it fails again. So, mm. what would you give this album? Uh three point five for good intentions. Mm. And some well done production. Yeah. But in terms of actually me caring about it, it's not that high. Yeah, I kind of got. I I apologize again. But it's, it's fine. Just, Come on, it, yeah. we basically had the same response. It was I was yeah. expecting this kind of response in a sense. I was kind of hoping that you'd 
warm up to M83, but yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's wrap this up before the internet dies a second, t third time. Hey, at least it's your end and not mine. I don't feel guilty yeah. because. Of no, it. I don't even think my end fails. I think Skype just shat itself. <laughs> okay, Rebecca. Before we leave, your album for next week mm -hmm. is one of my favorite albums from last year. Oh no, that that gives me worry. It is done by one of the finest pop performers currently alive and possibly ever alive if you if i'm perfectly honest mm. it is pure fun bubblegum pop with a bit of synth and electronic on top it is emotion by carly ray jepsen oh god it's not the one with call me maybe on. i know it's not the one with call me maybe in but whenever i hear carly ray jepsen i just hear nightmares from it <sighs> always being played in secondary yeah all right it's a and i'm not joking when i say it's one of the finest albums of last year because it is right in my opinion, anyway. Okay. What have you got for me? Well, you see, I was thinking of kind of giving you an artist that I know you don't quite enjoy, because I enjoy it, and it's. I feel like you might groan. But since you've given me an album that I'm not completely terrified to listen to, I'm going to reevaluate myself and go with an album that I have... that I only listened to recently. Well, last year, say? It didn't come out last year. I think it came out four years ago. And it is What Are You So Scared Of by Tonight Live. It is the album right. that got me into their music. It is one of my favourite female-fronted bands. And I just it's just great. It's easy to listen to, though it's by Tonight Live. It's one of my favourite albums by them. And it's very easy to listen to. It's, it's not rock, but at the same time, it's not pop rock. It's weird. Well, it isn't to me. So it's somewhere in the in between pop rock and rock. It's very very weird. It's a good album right. to listen to. Yeah. And it does, in a sense, it has some hard hitting lyrics. In a sense, or at least in my head, and it's just, it's a good album, and it's definitely should be, hopefully, a lot better than the last album I gave you. Yeah, I my hope voice so as well. is going really croaky because I'm right. coming down with a cold. So enjoy next week's podcast, people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's going to uh, be fun. <laughs> oh, lovely. Uh, I'm, going, I'm going down with something as well, so this will be double fun. Oh, God. I apologise, because mine, mine is really going down now. Yeah. So, we apologise for the jumping bits. Blame yeah. John's internet. It's nothing with to do luck, with my edited, end. With any luck, I'll have edited them all except for the first one. <laughs> Part of me feels like you should keep some of them in because it's going to be really short otherwise. Well, we're at 46 minutes now. I usually lob five minutes off Yeah, and then in editing. Then lob then... the five, ten minutes off that the internet crashed. And it, the it wasn't ten minutes. It's probably like five minutes all in. Yeah. But anyway, uh, thank you for, so much for listening. Uh, if you like this podcast, feel free to subscribe to it on iTunes. Give it a review if you really like it. We do have a Twitter account, which Rebecca is now kindly updating for me, because I'm terrible at it. That's Family Album Cast. I'm trying. At the same time, I'm also failing, but at least I tweet more than once a week, so enjoy that. Yes, yes, she's a million times better at than me. <laughs> I wouldn't say so, a million, mate. Yeah, you'll... Give yourself okay. a little bit of credit. I mean, the names you come up for these podcasts are just brilliant. I love them. I'm trying... I merge the two album t titles I together. I know, I do love them. I might just call this one the one where we disagree completely on everything. <laughs> Yeah. But anyway, thanks again for listening and hopefully we'll see you next week. Yes, Bye. hopefully, right. Bye.